Well, we're back with part two of the Danger Zone. Uh, we were talking about fandom and DC and Marvel and all that beautiful stuff that's supposedly on its way or is on its way uh, to our lovely TVs or um, the theaters or whatever the case may be. I don't know. We are keeping our fingers crossed that all this stuff that we have spoken about comes to fruition and we're able to uh, enjoy, you know, and then speak about it later on in time. But yes, I was at the end of our movie news or news um, segment and um, I'm not able to speak on this because I have yet to play the video game. But uh, Mikey Mike has the game and he's been playing it since 1982, since it dropped. So um, he'll give you his thoughts on the Last of Us Part 2. Okay. This game is a sequel to The Last of Us Part 1. Everybody knows the game ended with uh, Joel lying to this girl, Ellie, saying that. I have the game. I've never played it. Never? Oh, well, the ending is that. Thank you um, for I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't played the game The Last of Us Part 1, uh, Mikey Mike is over here. We're getting ready to ruin it for you. So I'm giving you five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. You have been warned. Run away. Go play the game. Uh, beat it. And then if you want, come back and listen to the rest of this. If not, then you have been warned. I'm sitting here. I am having it ruined for me. <laughs> I haven't played the game yet, but I'm gonna. But the thing is, with me, even though it gets ruined for me, I will eventually get there and I'll forget about it. So here you go. Continuing on, Mikey to Mike. They they arrive at St. Mary's Hospital, and they are told that Ellie's the cure, and that she has to die for them to. I heard that this game is emotional. Oh yeah, I I don't want to spoil this game at all, but do know, yeah. But wait, this game makes you feel sorry for a dead horse. <clears throat> sorry for a dead horse. What yeah. does that mean? Does this no, mean like the never-ending story where the horse gets eaten by the, the swamps of, of sadness? No, I could actually say that this horse gets exploded. Oh, okay. So it's like this one, you actually feel sorry for this horse a little bit. Just a little bit. Cause Even it, though it's a CGI horse. Even though it's a CGI Yo, this game made a it looks so real like the dog attacks in this game are crazy and and i actually hate to say this uh pita if you're not listening you have to stab the the, the dogs in the throat pita as in pita malark from uh no, no, hunger pita, games or pita as in the the, the animal, animal sanctuary animal, animal sanctuary thing please don't you know the game it's just a game but stabbing those dogs sounds so real <laughs> basically yeah basically <laughs> but the game is it's I, I I don't want to talk much about it because it'll ruin it. But a lot of people are right now doing reviews saying that the storyline is different. Storyline is a lot different because they introduce a character that you're not supposed to see. Question. Yes. Is there zombies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a new strand, too. All right. So they're going a whole other way like uh, Resident Evil. No. It's, it's, it's the same. Because Resident Evil, in every game, they always have a new virus. No, it's the same. It's same virus. It's just as a new, new, new evolved form version, and it actually does. It's a little stronger. Just not much. It's a little stronger. Um, right now, I'm halfway through the game. When did you get this game? Friday. And you have no life. No. <laughs> so you're in this dungeon, this hot room, just playing this game. And you haven't been sweating in here? 
have three fans. Well, two oh, okay. windows open. Well, as long as you keep yourself cool. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But um, yeah, this this game, the storyline for this game, you can't really say it's a good thing because part one. Why ended, am I taking the phone away from you? Part one ended correctly, <laughs> so to, to do a sequel, you had to take advantage of the first film, film uh, first game, and literally, they did. I love the fact they did it. I just find it weird how they introduced the new character. But it coincides with the first game. And then you play as this new character. And it's it's a little rough around the edges. Because it's, it's a, like I said, it's, you're playing as a new character. And it's not the same two characters you were hoping to play as. And it's, it's good. Other than that, the, the fighting's better. The, 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 the butterfly knife still sucks. Um, the graphics are amazing. This game, I I actually hate to say this game. I is it's, it's gonna be, it's, it's my top ten. This game's there. Well, as a zombie games, my favorite zombie game of all time is Resident Evil. So, is it up there with Resident Evil, or is it better than Resident Evil? No, it's up there with Resident Evil. I don't think nothing can beat Resident Evil. Because Resident Evil Eight, I can't wait. Ugh. I want to see how the game looks, but I know for a fact that I will never play it because I actually hate to say this, people. I do not like first-person games as much as they're good. Like Cyberpunk is coming out, and that's gonna be, that's first-person. And I Keanu Reeves, people. And I know for a fact people are gonna hate me when I say I, whoa, I don't want that game because it's first-person. Whoa, but the game looks so good. I have not seen Cyberpunk yet, but oh, I am... They got delayed till November. Yeah. Again. Why? Because of the pandemic? No, because they want to work with more bugs out of it. All I, I just I told you last time, just get a, just buy a, uh, <laughs> a thing of Raid and kill them bugs. All I know is that... Is this game worth a buy? Yes. If you want a story. If you want to pretend it's better than the first one, then don't get it. <clears throat> Because the story is what actually gets you to play this game. This story actually intertwines with the first one. And I love I loved it. I love the story of this game. So far, of what I'm seeing, I love the story. Take care, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. So, it's a must-get. I am uh, souped up for it, but I got too many games right now. So, I'm just going to wait till it goes down a little bit in the price. And then, eventually, I will get it and play it, you know? Uh, and with that, it brings us to our ending of the movie news. Now, guess what we have? WWE World Tag Team News. <laughs> well, um, well, it's been uh, very sad in the WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, everywhere because um, this new uh, hashtag. Kind of like um, um, hashtag times up, hashtag, um, what's the other one? Um, times up, and what was the other one? I forgot the name of it. I don't remember. There's a whole bunch of, There's a whole bunch of, t- um, um, of these hashtags, you know, like, like uh, pretty much, you know, catching people, perverts and perveries, uh, doing s- stuff to people and people are not going to take it anymore. And I really don't understand why people still actually do these things knowing that we're living in an age where 
everything gets exposed. I mean, you want to be a pervert, you want to disrespect a woman, you want to rape a woman, you want to do all this stuff. Dude, you're living in the limelight. People are going to know who you are, where you're at, and what you're doing. So, this hashtag speak up thing has caught on to Jack Gallagher, who was mostly known for the 205 Live and NXT. Uh, He was fired due to the cases of some kind of sexual uh, accusation. Uh, Matt Riddle, who is under investigation, who is currently under the banner of NXT. No, no, SmackDown now. Oh, he went to SmackDown? Yeah, SmackDown. Oh, he got moved up? Okay, I did not know that. Last last time I saw him, he was on NXT, and he's still... To me, I'm still doing the WWE tournament. I mean, not tournament, marathon. So he still holds the belt with uh, Peter. Uh, What's his name? Pete Dunn. Uh, Sammy Guevara suspended from AEW because he he uh, put up a tweet, released a tweet about raping or wanting to rape Sasha Banks. Um, from what we understand, which uh, Mike, you told me earlier, that supposedly he had apologized to her. And what was her reaction to it? Uh, she released a statement saying, earlier I spoke with Sammy. He apologized and we had an open discussion. Words like the comments he made. Jokingly or not, have not, no place in society. I don't condone or tolerate this kind of behavior, but one thinks it's just a side comment and it's a massive impact on someone else's life. You can send the wrong message, and please don't do this, basically. So, did she forgive him? Kinda. I, I think she did, but without saying it. Because, yeah, I mean, it was years ago, so she doesn't want to make a big deal about it now, probably. But, um, you know, everything catches us up to us. You know, the whole thing with uh, with Hulk Hogan and his uh, racist... Um, uh, Speaking of Hogan, do you think now with the whole pandemic, now that they can officially do the whole induction ceremony for the Hall of Fame... Do you know that Hulk Hogan is still... Um, bringing up the idea of having one final match, his retirement match, because supposedly he didn't, he had what the, his last fight in the WWE was against, uh, Randy Orton for SummerSlam 2000 and something. And then he went off to impact and then, uh, but he wants to have one last fight, but he old, but he's in good shape though. All I know is that NWO is supposed to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know. The Hall of Fame. Do you think it's going to happen though? I don't know anymore, especially now with the whole Hogan thing going around again. What Hogan thing? Remember I told last last. I time heard that his, he was his, like, his wife made a comment, and now they're both banned from AEW. What did his wife say? Uh, racist slurs. Wait, you said Hogan. Hogan. You say AEW. They're banned from AEW right now because of what? Well, why would Hogan want to go to AEW? It, it, he doesn't want to. It's just Tony Khan said that they're no longer welcome because of that. If so, what did they worked. say? I can't say what she said, but Duna was completely racist. Well, just bleep it out. I want to know. These people are bleep, bleep Americans. And that they're only... The F word, the the, 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 the N word. The A word. Asshole? No, the hairstyle. Afro. Yeah. but Afro-Americans? You can't really say that. Afro-Americans. Yeah, that's considered a bad word. So African-Americans is the actual term. Yeah. And she she made a huge statement and that that was it for Tony Khan. 
Tony Khan said for AEW. For AEW, you're both banned. Now, with that being said, WWE did Hogan did Hogan ever appear on AEW? I don't no, remember him. No, he never appeared. But his speculations on where he was going because he wants to do one more match. But WWE says no. WWE doesn't want to do one more match with Hogan because he's too old. No, because of of what he did, his his racist past. So they allow him to. Well, he he was supposed to be inducted with the NWO. That's the only way Hogan was appearing in the NWO. This is the second ring for Hogan. And the only way he's getting it is with induction of the NWO. Other than that, he's he's never coming back as in, in any participation of WWE. Like I said, people of fame and fortune, if any of you ever hear our podcast, do yourself a favor. And if you're a racist, if you're a rapist... If you're a molester, please know that you're in the pub in the limelight. Change your ways. Start looking at changes because the way you are is not gonna is not gonna last. I think the only person who could get away with saying whatever he wants is uh, Dave Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he gets away with being a racist prick on 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 all his shows, and nobody says anything. And even if they say anything, he flicks them off. Yeah, because he's a comedian. You can't really get mad at a comedian for doing his job. Well, they did get mad at Kevin Hart for 10 years. Uh, back 10 years ago, he said a, con- a joke, and yeah. he was literally penalized well, for Kevin, it. Kevin Hart's no Dave Chappelle. But Kevin Hart is just as high. Of course. But Dave Chappelle will always have the respect. Kevin Hart's <laughs> learning to get the respect now. I guess. All righty. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Sammy Guevara, Joey Ryan, Ring of he's from Ring of Honor, has two cases of sexual harassment. Yep. Uh, Candice LeRae, wa- the wife of Johnny Gargano, um, was a tag team partner of his. And they were called as, what, the cutest couple the in the cutest, world or something? Cutest tag team in the world. But he has two cases of sexual harassment on him. So, things are coming out to the light and people are starting to know who these people are. Legero, who wrestles under the 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 um the label of NXT UK, has a sexual harassment charge on him as well. Jay Lethal has sexual charges on him from Ring of Honor. Um, I can say that I knew the guy. We graduated with him yeah. in Elizabeth High School, which is pretty cool to see him that he's made this uh this this career out of I was always wondering if he was ever going to be in the WWE. It's crazy that he went out with AJ Lee. That's crazy. But um, yeah, to hear that he was also has sexual charges pending on him, that's pretty crazy. TJP first um, um, champion, cruiserweight champion of two hundred five live admits to being molested um, by what was it? By Divas. Divas who were older than him uh, molested him, which is crazy because you never really hear about a man getting molested or raped. But it happens, people. Uh, Kelly Kane was molested at the age of 18 by a former... No, by a well-known wrestler now. By a well-known wrestler now. But she won't give out the name. And she is a former Ring Ring of Honor wrestler. Tennille Dashwood, a.k.a. Emma, has rape accusations. She was in the. She was a former uh, WWE diva, NXT, and then she went onto Raw or SmackDown. I forget which one it was. Until she was released was for being hard to work with, but she has rape accusations. She has uh, accused somebody of rape, and she hasn't really. I guess she hasn't um, released any information on who it was. No. Nope. Um, all I know is that she used to go out with Zack Ryder, 
or something like that. I remember they had a relationship and, back and, then. Yeah, I think she was. I think it was like a year they were together. They or something were together, like that. Yeah. but he's with uh, um, somebody new right now. The girl, the girl from uh, NXT. from NXT. Yeah. Uh, continuing on, uh, Jordan Devlin, who uh, just recently was, I don't know if he still is, the Cruiserweight Champion of NXT UK. He won the Cruiserweight Championship. The last thing that I knew, uh, he is stuck in, um, in, 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 what is it, in England somewhere, and he can't come over here to wrestle, and now he's being accused of this. He's former student of Finn Balor, um, and what, did, what was it that he said about it? released a statement saying he didn't want to address the situation earlier because he didn't know what to say but now he's released a statement saying i did not even want to address this hurtfulization against me but the sake of my followers and friends at this platform and whatever reason be unsure i'm going to make this address once this is the only way it matters and please i am also seeking out legal advice through a team so a lot of these people do these things and they want to retract their feelings or their emotions or their actions and all this stuff, but it's way too late. Their careers are literally destroyed because of something stupid. Uh, keep it in your pants, bro. Keep it in your pants, guys. For you ladies, take a cold shower. Um, and one last person that was uh, accused who has sexual allegations who is under the banner of AEW is Jimmy Havoc. Um, do, do you have anything on him? The only thing that they announced was that it was a girl in the UK who came forward and that another girl collaborates with it. So there's... What about the thing of Matt Riddle? Oh, Matt Riddle is screenshots of a girl that he was talking to and his wife knows about it. That that's To me, that's weird. You're cheating on your wife... You get caught cheating, and yet your wife knows about it. She's living comfortably. Yeah. Some of these women bite the bullet to live comfortably. It's crazy. But again, this has been the stuff that's going on in the WWE, NXT UK, NXT, Ring of Honor. Uh, It's everywhere, people. Uh, Perverts are being caught everywhere, and... People are not standing for it anymore. I'm just saying, people, wisen up, please. Uh, there's You're in the eye of the public. People are looking at you, and you're going to eventually get caught. All things come out to the light. Whatever. One last thing for the WWE. Uh, we have gathered that uh, Undertaker retired, man. He finally retired. You know, it's crazy. Well, it's crazy how he retired in uh, it, it, for what was it, two thousand and uh, with when he fought against uh, um, Roman Reigns, he retired. No, he, but the only reason why he came back, the match was back because so many people hated the match yeah. because it could have been there, but um, they didn't like Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. so they brought him back. And um, Saudi Arabia was, was horrible. Then he did the super the showdown in Australia. Well, it was all nostalgic was horrible, crap horrible. that we dealt with. Um, and it was just crazy how we had no warning. I mean, yes, I guess the documentary series kind of said it there, the last ride. Um, and a lot of people said, well, oh, yeah, they were speculating. Say, te- technically, technically, he didn't officially say, I retired. He said that if they ever near him, he'll come back. But he's just getting older. He said, he said right now he's. He doesn't see himself in a ring. He, he's a he's just getting older. Which, to me, the Boneyard match with AG Styles is a perfect send-off for him. 
Uh, he he was the American badass. No, no, he, he was he was all, he was bo- he was all three. He was Mark Calloway, Undertaker, and the American badass all in one. Mm-hmm. He did some Undertaker moments. He was dressed like the American <laughs> badass. He rode in with a motorcycle as the American badass, but he acted like Mark Calloway. It's like, pretty crazy. And, and and to me, to end it in a match where you created buried alive, to end it in a, a way in a manner that symbolizes that you're still the top person and you actually chose an icon yeah. to fight to end they, your they're best friends taker and aj styles they're friends so for them to, for him to trust him that much to say i want you to i that's it let's do it let's let's do this and it was perfect i i loved that match that match to me was one of taker's best matches and it's true what he, taker said him wrestling small people which was Rey mysterio and Shawn Michaels are his best matches. I still have yet to see the the Kane versus Undertaker match. That was that that seemed like it was pretty cool. Alrighty, people. So we have come to the end of our news. Um, we will be do reviewing some of our stuff uh, today that we have watched during this pandemic, which isn't much. And then we will be saying goodbye until next time, which will be probably next Sunday. By the way, I'm sorry I did not greet all the fathers out there. I did not wish you guys a happy belated Father's Day. I, I, was, I was trying to do it yesterday, but um, I assumed everybody was... You know, celebrating with family members or anything. So I decided to leave it for a Monday, um, which is today. But I couldn't let another day go by. Yes, Gus, um, um, Gus J. Suero 77, whatever the heck. He's not here because, uh, you know, parental duties. But uh, he will be here next week. uh, And we could talk more about new uh, stuff. So uh, I'm going to throw something out. uh, Show the uh, movie that I saw. I'll give you my my uh, my quick uh, review on it, and then you can put something out there if you like. Okay, Mikey Mike. All right, so I saw this movie called on Netflix called Beyond Skyline. I had seen in 2010. I saw this movie called Skyline, which was an alien movie, which I thought was horrendous. I went to the theaters to watch it. Uh, the cast was horrible. Uh, the CGI was actually up to par, but it. Uh, that movie sucked but i that's why i was so hesitant about seeing this one but uh yeah beyond skyline is a direct sequel to the 2010 film skyline picking up where the first film left off which was skyline a group of los angeles residents who witnessed an alien invasion while in a condominium it was released in 12 15 2017 which is little far away but i finally gave it a chance it was actually pretty decent the guy frank grillo who was also in, uh, I think he was in, um, was he, I don't know, he wasn't in uh, um, um, Captain America. But he was in the the movies um, with, um, what's that movie called? Uh, where they sound the alarm and everybody has to lock themselves up because they have one whole night of killing people. Purge? The Purge. He was in part two and part three. Frank Grillo. But uh, yeah, the movie was okay for an alien movie. They're supposedly coming up with one last one. It's supposed to be a trilogy called Skylines. Um, well, so is, it's he an actual. He's in Captain America. Oh, he is a Captain America. He's a, he's not Crossbones, right? I'm about to see right now. <clears throat> but yeah, he. Uh, it was the part two was actually way better than part one. Um, I wonder when uh, part three is supposed to come out this year. 
I don't know if it's actually going to come out because uh, they haven't actually shot because of this pandemic. Yeah. But uh, he was crossbones. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, if you're into horror sci-fi, it's a definitely a uh, definite um, viewing. Okay. Uh, what do you see? Anything that you want to put in a little? Nom. Uh, I saw Scoob. Scooby oh, you Doom saw it? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It was pretty good. Um, what else did I see? Wait, wait, wait. Talk about Scoob first, and then we jump up to mine, and then we go back and forth. Okay, uh, Scoob is a different take on Scooby-Doo, a complete revamp. Scoob is a little, is a, is a pup, right? Yeah, well, no, okay, in the beginning of the film, he's a pup. It, this is, it's, it's basically the, the, the birth of Mystery Inc. Okay. And... It's technically not a birth because the first ten minutes of the movie was the birth, and then it was like they were broken up for a bit. Then they got back together. Okay, it was actually pretty good. Uh, it was for a kid movie. Yeah, like, like. Do you think adults respond well to this movie as well? Yeah, this this movie has a a, a deep code in friendship between Scooby and Shaggy. So this this movie will actually suit well. Not as perverse as the live action one, right? Yeah, no, hell no, hell no. But this movie was actually pretty good. This movie, I actually, I actually recommend it. Yeah, this Not movie was huge. Kids buff to adults. Oh, this this is a family film. This is a complete family film. Okay. And if you're an adult watching it by yourself, it will bring some nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, but do know, it <clears throat> do they do Scrappy pop up? No, no Scrappy. Do they sing the song Scooby Dooby Doo? Where are you? No, they don't. Okay. But they do have the scene. With them going through the doors, and they have some. Oh, okay. They some have some appearance of old ghosts in the beginning of the. Movie. It was pretty good. It was, it was so really you have to be familiar with the original cartoon, original cartoon show, show to know just, to just appreciate it. Just, just, just the, the whole nostalgic thing. Just to get the hints of the other things, but it was pretty. It was a pretty good show. A pretty good All movie. Right. All right, yeah. so I'm definitely gonna check it out. My next uh, TV show that I watched was The Big Show Show. Premiered on Netflix on April 6, 2020. The series stars WWE wrestler Big Show. The show features Big Show as a fictional version of himself. The the premise features his teenage daughter moving in with him, his wife, and an additional two daughters. So, I saw the show. Did you see it? Yes, I did. I thought it was funny. I mean, not hilariously funny. But um, Netflix funny, like it, it felt to me like uh, if, if it would have been, it felt, like, it felt if, to me like Full House meets Boy Meets World. Yeah, somehow, like I got that whole yeah. vibe of it. And then um, Big Show's not that bad of an actor. No. It just sucks that he started acting at this age where he's like mostly crippled because his knees are all messed up. He's still big, and it feels like um, his legs are very skinny for his body. Yeah. Oh no! It's it's. I liked it, especially the scene with um spoiler. Some of the spoiler one, two, three, four, five. You have been warned. Go watch the show and come back. I'm not gonna say which wrestlers, but some other wrestlers make an appearance and they sing. I don't remember those other guys coming in. I saw Mark Henry. Yeah, where was he? And Mick Foley in the in the the cruise that they took, and they were singing the song to his wife. I don't remember it. Oh, it was Rakishi Fatu. Mark Henry and I guess I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna have to. What episode was that? It was toward the last episode. Because I just remember, I remember him. I remember the kid, the girls, and I remember Steve Urkel. Oh, Steve Urkel plays his friend, his manager, friend. trainer yeah. thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good show. I recommend it, especially for the family. So enjoy. 
Next one, what do you have, my friend? Uh, I stopped watching Snowpiercer. The show or the movie? The show. Because I saw the movie. I saw the movie too. The movie was uh, the the show was actually a prequel to the movie. I guess you want to call it. So the because you just told me that Snowpiercer is, is based it, on a comic yes, book. Yes, it is. I saw the movie. I wasn't too enthused by it. It uh, they eat little cockroach things and yeah. and they try to they have to get to the front and it's like a whole world living on a train going around circles and circles and all this other stuff and. I wasn't too hyped about it, and they wanted to get onto the to the snow to, and they end up breaking out, and yeah. I don't know. The snow, was, the snow was melting away, and the earth was coming back. So, is the TV show anything like it? Yes, and no. <clears throat> okay, it's because this is a prequel. This is like I think, if I remember, it was like ten years of them being on the train already, while the, the movie was hundreds of years already on the train. And the the show was good until the fourth episode in, where it started getting blah, blah as I mean like boring. You you didn't feel interest on why the guy was brought up to the front of the like toward the front of the train. Like you, it, it, really you just lost interest. Kind of like um, um, Legion, that show Legion. Yeah. I tried my hardest to get into those. The, I still haven't seen the final season, but um, I just know that every time I start watching that show, I feel like I'm high. That that that's one little spoiler. They bring a a, a former cop who was in the back of the thing to investigate a murder. That's the whole point of the show. But it it just it just died down. It, to me, that show it just it just got weird. It, does it still have a buzz? Not as it did in the beginning. Is it is it is it that you don't like it, or no, is no, there no, still no, people there, out there who like still it? Still people who like it. Yeah. It's just if if you're if you're like me, I'm a story person. If the story doesn't go too far from the first couple episodes, then you're okay. Yeah, because that's the whole purpose of the first season is to build up the big storyline, and it just it just went. All over the place for me. Okay. So that's basically it. All righty. So there you go. Uh, let me just check something out real quick. Okay, we're doing good time. All right, another show that I saw. It wasn't... Okay, this show's kind of older. But I finally gave it a, a view. Um, it's pretty much in the same world as Z Nation. And it's entitled Black Summer Season 1. So the series is produced by The Asylum, which is a production company. The same production company behind Z Nation, so it's supposedly in the same world. Jamie Keene stars in the lead role as Rose, a mother who was separated from her daughter during the earliest and most deadly days of the zombie apocalypse. The series garnered moderate approval from critics. Many of the filming locations in Calgary, Alberta, and Canada. In November 2019, Netflix renewed the series for an eight-episode second season. I... Am a zombie fanatic. I love zombie movies. I love zombie shows. <clears throat> I watched um, the whole Walking Dead series, obviously. Um, so the, I gave this a chance. How about the spinoff for the Walking Dead? Uh, yeah, um, I, I hated the first three seasons. Um, it started toward the last. So I still haven't seen the la- the latest season of that. Like I haven't seen the latest season of the Walking Dead, but eventually I'll get there. But um. Yeah, I decided to give this a chance because they were saying that this was such a good show. That it was nothing like Z Nation. Because Z Nation was more of a spoof, like of the Walking Dead type things. Mm-hmm. 
So I watched this one and it's like it's it's like literally I think it's like 10 episodes or 11 episodes something like that and there's a story for everybody and it's so good. It was so good. You haven't seen it? Nope. Oh, you got to give it a chance, man. Z Nation? No, uh Black Summer. Black Summer. This is supposedly before Z Nation. Uh, but Z Nation is actually uh, Z Nation was okay for what it was, but it was that's kind of like a spoof on on The Walking Dead type thing. Um, but uh, you definitely Black Summer was definitely a watch uh, for people who love horror and gore. It's definitely a watch. If you can't, if you're a kid, then um, yeah, ask your parents see if you can watch. <laughs> Alrighty, so yeah, that's my 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 next one. Uh, so what else do you want to say? I rewatched the first two original Muppet movies. <laughs> the uh, great wait, wait, the Muppet Caper and no wait, the Muppet movie and the Great Muppet Caper. Caper yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I wanted to watch it. I just watched it out of the blue. Oh, you know what? I know why I was watching it. Open it. I was watching. Um, I was watching a, a documentary Disney Plus has. Yeah. That um, it's uh, how they made their movies. Or basically, um, how they had props from their movies still alive, mm-hmm. and they found the banjo that Kermit was playing. So because of that one scene, made me want to watch fucking the Muppet. Movie. Was it um? Why do people know the story? I don't forget the song goes. Um, I watched that, and then. The well, Great Muppet Caper was with Charles with Charles, Charles Grodin. Yep. I remember Charles Grodin. Uh, I know him because of Beethoven. Yeah. Roll over Beethoven. <laughs> but um, Disney Plus, not Disney Plus. Is it Disney Plus? Or Netflix just added something that I'm gonna watch. What? They just added Big Bad Beetleborgs. Oh, they had that already. And I saw that. VR and, Troopers. I saw that there. Did they just re-put it on? Yeah. Yeah, because the thing is, I saw all the Power Rangers. I saw VR Troopers. I saw Big Bad Beetleborgs. They had uh, um, Beast Wars, which I got up to the third season. See, I didn't. I, I got I, I, um, to rewatch all The that. ones that I need to see is Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills and finish watching uh, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, which is not on there. Oh. Um, I, I was you watching know, you know Superhuman on- Samurai Cyber Squad on YouTube. You know what's on there? What? That, that crappy Ninja Turtle TV show. Oh, yeah. The Next Mutation. I saw that oh. there, too. I saw that there, too. But the one that I also want to watch is the Masked Rider one. I never okay. got to see Masked Rider. You know what show I want them to put? A lot of people don't, will remember it, but I want them to put Mutant X and Generation X. Wait, why am I holding here? Mutant X and Generation X. Generation X. Was the, their, their X-Men shows. Yeah, Mutant X was on Fox. Yep. And it was and, back and, in the day before. And Generation, Generation X was, was, was in with, the same uh, world. with Banshee and Skin. Skin was a, basically a, a, a version of Mr. Well, Fantastic. Well, you can watch it on your... Uh, on your. Oh, it's, we, it's, we don't condone that. We no, don't condone... it's not there. You go, well, I, 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 I can find clips on YouTube. But that's it. This, this show was so underrated <laughs> and it was horrible. Mutant X, but and and Generation X, it was so horrible. But I would love to see them. I remember they they'll coming bring from back school and people talking about Mutant X. Yeah, these, these, this this those two shows I actually would love to see again. All right, let's hurry up because uh, we're still at time. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, that would uh, I saw uh, Superhuman Samurai Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad on YouTube. I have to finish it. And then I have to look for Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. I don't know if you ever heard of that I, one. That's a mouthful for me. Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills was a cheap uh, superhero type thing. And they all had like, they would, uh, you know, their tat, you know, like Taurus and Scorpio and all that oh stuff. They would call that out and they would become superheroes or whatever. Mm. All right. Next, uh, next that I want to talk about the main event. Released on April 10, 2020 by Netflix, a young boy, Leo Seth Carr, has a dream of being a successful WWE wrestler. Wait, that was 2010? Yeah, uh, no. No, it was released... 2020. Did I say 2010? Yeah. I said April 10, 2020. Okay, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> April 10, 2020, I said 2010. Um, so... Being that I am going through a whole WWE marathon, uh, everything that has been released, um, you know, during the course of the year, I put it as part of the marathon, and eventually I caught up with this movie. Um, it's so cool to see uh, The Miz and all these other wrestlers who are from NXT, they have their debut and film, but honestly, to tell you the truth, I did not like this movie. I mean, I guess if I was a child, I would definitely get a kick out of it. But um, oh my gosh, I want to. It, it felt like it felt like um, Sidekicks. You ever seen Sidekicks? No, I never saw Sidekicks. You never saw Sidekicks with uh, Jonathan Brandis and um, no. and what's his name, Chuck Norris? No. Oh my gosh, dude! One of the best movies ever. You gotta watch that movie. But uh, I, yeah, I, it felt I like it felt I like, seen, like I seen the main event though, and I. Like uh, another movie that reminds me of it is um, Vir- uh, Warriors of Virtue. You ever oh seen my Warriors God, of that Virtue? Movie, yeah. That yeah, was okay, a great what, movie. Yeah. The Kangaroos. The Kangaroos. Yeah. The Ruse. But um, I mean, it reminds me of it. It's not that it's the same. It just reminds me of those of those type like, of movies. To, to me, this was like Rookie of the Year. There you go. Another one that you could. Um, it, it was basically to. a kid joins a big league team and and, it, and eventually he goes and he fights goes back himself. To, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it was just a wrestling version, but it, if you watch it with kids, I could see it better. Especially WWE fans. Yeah, but if you're watching it by yourself as a WWE fan with no kids, yeah, it's a big disappointment. Yeah, because they they made it souped up. Like, yes, you get to see some people act like other wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like you saw Keith Lee in the film. Keith Lee, you Maya had Yim. Uh, Mia Yim. You had a whole bunch of them. You even but, had uh, what's but, his name, they, uh, Otis. The only person who was playing himself was The Miz and Kofi Kingston. Matakumbe was in there. Matumbe, yeah. whatever the yeah. Miz was the only one who was by himself. Oh no, you had Renee Young and um, Corey Graves. <laughs> yeah, but Renee Young played a weird version of her. She was like, "He's gonna die. <laughs> he's gonna die. No one dies here, Renee." But he's little. He's going to die. All right. So, what else do you want to uh, nominate? What else I watched? Oh, I watched um, Lost Cities. It's on the Disney Plus. It's uh, with Albert Lin. What is it's that? A a show? show? It's a it's a documentary show. Basically, him traveling places, looking up <laughs> stuff. The last episode I saw was him looking at the the scene <clears throat> where Moses splits the sea. Oh, okay. He they believe they found the location on where he split it, and it's not a sea sea; it's a lake that was formed with the sea back. Then. I remember I was looking; I was doing a bunch of like research on that, and they said that they found like um, 
the, the what they think is the ch- the wheels of the chariots. Yeah, and um, they they found also where they think uh the Noah's Ark landed and stayed. Well, this this show is pretty good. Albert, Albert Lynn, he he has a lot of shows on Disney Plus called, called Lost Cities. This 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 one series is called Lost Cities on Disney Plus on Disney Plus. But he has he has other stuff. He has Lost Cities. He has uh, one for the Mayan. Uh, he did one called Search with an S. I forgot the name of it about pyramids. Like his name's Albert Lynn. He's he's uh-huh. he's he's he's, a, he's a, literally he does everything excavating and excavating and stuff like that with three D technology. Okay. He does uses drones, uses satellites, rewinds time to get a whole picture of everything, and and what makes it a, a, him a good person? He, he lost. He, he has an animatronic leg, and he goes underwater. You say he, what he, makes him a good person? Like, so like if like, he had a regular leg, no, no, it'll like, be like bad? it makes him an inspiration. <laughs> like he, oh, okay. he doesn't. He does he, he he's seen. He slips off the mountain. He gets up and still climbs. Yeah. Like he even says it. He he changes his leg for a swimming leg, and he'll dive right in. Like he doesn't care where he has to go. He would do it to find the truth. Nothing stops him. Nothing stops him. He he did one episode with the the Knights Templar, okay. and he actually found, uh, um, he actually found where a tunnel led, and with the three D technology that he used with drones, he found out where that tunnel ended, and they found it, and the first time ever that they found it. Oh, pretty interesting. Yep. Alrighty, so I got two more, and this is the last one. Uh, well, this is, uh, I saw the movie The Core. Uh, the film focuses on a team whose mission is to drill to the center of the Earth and set off a series of nuclear explosions in order to restart the rotation of the Earth's core. The film was released in March 28, 2003 by Paramount Pictures. I've never seen this movie. I always wanted to watch it because I, lo- I love disaster movies. Harvey Dent. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Um, I love disaster movies, so I finally decided to give it a chance on Netflix. It was, good. It was horrendous. I liked it. For, I lo- for that time period. I guess I would have had to watch it then. Yeah. The CGI was horrible. Of course. Oh my e- gosh. Everything back then Armageddon. Was Armageddon was amazing. Of course. And that movie was made around that time. It's Michael Bay. Oh my god, this movie was so bad. <laughs> the story was so cheap and all that stuff. I just thought it was. I thought it was you, such you know, a piece of crap. You reminded me of. You remember when Volcano came out, the movie Volcano? I love that movie. Okay, you remember how it was Volcano and Dante's Peak together, yeah. and everybody only remembers Volcano? Yeah. Well, no, I remember both of them. I, of course, because we we like that type of film. It's Pierce like uh, and Armageddon and, and Deep Impact. Pierce Bronson and Dante and Peak was awesome. Uh huh. But I actually, movie, I actually remember uh, what's her name, uh, the girl from Terminator. Okay. I forgot Pierce Brosnan was in there. Yeah, he's and Volcano movie. was what with uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. That's crazy. They was <laughs> I love those disaster movies. But yeah, the core for for that. You know, what was one it, of now was horrible. One of the most one of the movies that I hated the most of disaster movies, two thousand and twelve. I hated it. I hated it so bad because it was too much. No, it wasn't even that it was that much. I mean, okay, the world's coming to an end and all that stuff, but why is it that the everything's chasing them? Yeah. Everybody else dies but it never gets to them. They're they're driving a car, they're flying and, and okay, they make it. Uh a, a, a plane, it's everything's falling apart next to them, okay, they make it. Uh a boat, uh the water's coming out and they make it. It's like yo, why it feels like they're being chased. You wanna, you wanna hear something funny? My favorite my number one number one disaster movie will be nothing but it wasn't even a really disaster underwater underwater uh sorry people there's uh technical difficulties behind us it's a train with uh kevin costner 
Kevin Costner underwater. Oh, you're talking about um, Waterworld. Waterworld. Underwater. Underwater was the one with uh, Kristen Stewart. Waterworld, Water and then the days, the day after tomorrow. You know what movie I really liked, and it was from with um, what's his name, um, uh, the guy who did Terminator. Um, what's his name, the director of Terminator? How did you? Uh, uh, James Cameron. Avatar. He did Abyss. Oh, remember yeah, Abyss? Abyss? That movie was freaking was cool. You know, speaking of um, disaster movies, you know they want to do a, a re- Twister is the best movie. Just <laughs> okay, go Dusty. Um, they they want to do a, I don't know if it's a remake or a sequel for Escape of L.A. or Escape New York. Oh gosh, Escape of New York is the first one. Escape of L.A. would be the second one with Kurt Russell. And then um, you have uh, Soldier, which supposedly is a kind of uh, in the same world. Alrighty, and uh, wait, now it's your turn. That, that's it. Did I've you been, say anything? I've, I've been I've been playing the games. Oh, he's been all touched to the last. Two. So the last thing that I actually saw. Today I'm gonna watch Star Girl. Oh, okay. So t- yesterday, no, starting this weekend, I decided to go retro. I've been doing a lot of retro movies. I saw Deadly Friend. Um, which is uh, Stephen? Uh, what was it? Uh, Wes Craven story. What happened? My tongue. Your tongue? Tongue. Oh. Deadly Friend, uh, which was a Wes Craven story, um, which was based on a book called Friend, uh, which starred Christy Swanson about um, this boy who creates this robot named BB, and eventually gets shot. This is an 80s movie. Um, the girl ends up getting killed by her father. Um, so he brings her back to be- back to life by injecting her with this um, with the virus with the chip that BB his robot had and brings her back to life. But she's like, she all she wants to do is kill. What's the name again? It's called Deadly Friend. Wes Craven's Deadly Friend. Um, that was a really good movie in the 80s. I loved it. Uh, another movie that I saw right afterwards was um, Night of the Creeps. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. Uh, movie about these aliens uh, trying to uh, dispose of these like alien slugs. Somehow these alien slugs make it on Earth and they start to uh, go into people's mouths and they control them like zombies. So even if you're dead, they reanimate you. And um, the whole movie centers around this like uh, sorority house where um, they're going to like some kind of a of a dance and um, the dates end up getting killed accidentally by this uh, zombie dog and um, the dog goes into the, uh, the bus and releases all these uh, mutant slugs who bring back the boys um, and they start to attack the sorority house and um, great movie 80s movie um, after that, I started watching Life Force with Patrick Stewart about these three alien bodies that are found, another 80s film, alien bodies that are found um, in space. They somehow destroy the people that are inside the spaceship and um, they make it back to Earth and the female life form ends up going around literally sucking the life force out of people and they're known as space vampires. So when she sucks your life force out, the next she's, uh, that person who gets, they suck the next person is just a constant thing. Um, Patrick Stewart was in it. He ends up sucking some people's face. Um, and then uh, pretty much I started watching the whole Night of the Living Dead 
Ma- a marathon, yeah. I saw the first one, which I reminded me that those were the first pair of titties that I saw in my life when I was a little kid. Uh, some, some. It, it, the funny thing is that they made part one, Night of the Living Dead, in this, uh, in this, uh, uh, and it's a low budget movie too. And it was in a cemetery about the uh, um, some kind of toxin that gets leaked out of this uh, army canister or whatever the case may be. It brings back, uh, it reanimates people from you know from the dead. Um, killing people and then um, they finally dispose of the body that comes to life and then um, they burn it and the smoke goes into the to the, the the sky and then it rains and it brings back the dead and it's all over and this is the first time that you actually saw zombies running zombies who were pretty much invincible you couldn't kill them they talked and this, this is the first time you ever saw that and this was an 80s film um, later on, they came out with the popularity of the first one. They came out with part two, but part two was actually a reboot of part one. Um, had basically some of the same characters, and it was more taken. Um, you can actually kill the zombies now. You have to shoot them in the head, and they can actually die. And um, it was pretty much un- it was the both the first one and the second one were comedy horrors Um, at one point you actually see when they're disposing of all the zombies they're killing them by electrocuting you see Michael Jackson as uh, the thriller um, zombie he's like and then he dies Um, then they came up Resident Evil I mean not Resident Evil uh, Return of the Living Dead Part 3 which was straight away from the comedy aspect and they made it a romantic horror uh, a romantic horror movie which was about this girl it's all revolving around the same thing the toxin um, uh, uh, bin or whatever canister um but they end up going uh, the the boys the boy's father works for uh the military and um pretty much uh uh he works for the military and he sees the, him and his girlfriend end up breaking in and they see that they bring back people from the dead and then um there they get in, afterwards they leave the the father needs to move away because he's he got reassigned because he's part of the military the guy says no I'm not leaving I'm in love with my girlfriend I want to stay here I have actual friends he decides that he doesn't want to have nothing to do with his father get into a fight he ends up leaving him and his girlfriend are like driving a motorcycle she's all happy oh my god she's touching his his cock and all this stuff and all of a sudden he loses control she flies Hits a tree, breaks her neck. So there, he has to bring her back to revive her, bring her back, and then she becomes a monster. Starts trying to eat people, and then um, the only way that she can control her hunger is by stabbing herself and cutting herself and all this other stuff. I actually like that one better than the, all the other ones in the series. And then Return of the Living Dead, Necropolis, and Rave to the Grave are useless pieces of crap that I <laughs> really don't care to um, talk about. They were both sci-fi movies that dropped on the same day. Um, it was with the same piece of crap, cra- piece of crap cast. Uh, the only person there that's kind of like a veteran actor is Peter Coyote from um, E.T. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I saw. And um, with that, um, I think we got to close up. Uh, this has been, uh, you know... Oh. Stay tuned to our for our next week. Uh, I have Dave D. Saint. Mikey Mike. Uh, wishing you guys a good night. Uh, wash your hands. Keep yourself safe. Um, hope you enjoyed us. Stay tuned for next week. See you.